Hello and welcome to this week's 10 minute workshop. Today we're talking all about differentiation and in particular how we can use the STEP principle to modify and adapt our activities to ensure they're inclusive for every single child within our lesson. Welcome to the Healthy Futures podcast with me, Tom Lehman. This is the show where we discuss all things PE, school sport and well-being. Every single week we have a new guest to share their expertise and to support you to be a better PE practitioner. So let's get started with this week's episode. Why do we need to differentiate within happy lessons? Well, the likelihood of all children being at the same level is just unrealistic. So you're going to have children who are finding your lesson too easy. You're going to have children who are finding your lesson too hard. And you're also going to have them children who are in the middle who actually, yep, yeah, this lesson is good for me. I'm well engaged. I am. This is a good enough challenge for me. So what we need to do is it's unrealistic for us to deliver three different lessons. That's just not going to happen within a PE setting. So what we need to do is we need to be able to quickly change and adapt activities to help meet the needs of individuals or small groups of children. And in my opinion, the easiest way of doing this is using the STEP principle. So the STEP principle allows us to modify activities depending on the needs of the individual children. So the STEP principle stands for space, task, equipment and people. And what we're going to do today is talk about each of the different areas of the step principle and also how we can use them within our P lessons. So the first stage of the step principle is to change the space. Now, a number of different ways you can change the space. You can make the space bigger, you can make the space smaller, you can make it narrower, you could make it wider. Depending on the topic and depending on that's a, your outcomes of that particular lesson will depend on how you might adapt the space. But if you're working on a fundamentals unit and you're working maybe on space management or fundamentals and you might end up doing a chasing game, if that tigger is finding it really hard to tig anybody, the runners are, are, are finding it too easy, then a great way of making that game and adapting that game is by simply making the space smaller. Making the space smaller will add challenge to the runners. They're going to have to show their agility. Whereas the tigger is going to find it more success because it's a smaller area. Vice versa, if that particular tigger is finding it too easy, they're tigging everybody, game's over in 10 seconds, then making that space bigger will then therefore increase the challenge. If we think about this in a in an invasion games context, so if you're working on football, basketball, hockey, and you might be working on a passing and receiving game, you might have progressed your lesson, you might find yourself doing a 3v1. Now, within the 3v1, you might have three attackers trying to keep the ball away from, from the one defender. If the attackers are finding this too hard, the defender's intercepting the ball all the time, then one of the things you might look to do is to make that space bigger. By making the space bigger, then the attackers can spread out further, which then gives them more time on the ball and allows them to make that decision, take a little bit longer to make that decision. But again, if the, the attackers are finding it too easy and they need more challenge, then bringing that space back in and making it smaller will then reduce the thinking time and make the attackers have to make a decision that bit quicker. So the second stage of the step principle is to change the task that you've given the children. 
by changing the task, can you make it easy, can you make it harder, depending on the need of the individual or the small groups of children. So the first way you could do this is thinking about time. Can you increase or decrease the time to make it easier or harder? So thinking along the lines of a team building unit, if you've given a, the group, the, the class, 60 seconds to complete an activity, could you give the groups that are actually finding it quite easy? Okay, you've got 45 seconds to complete the same activity. Other groups that need a little bit extra time, okay, you've got 90 seconds to complete this activity. It allows everyone to complete the same activity at, the, at their own level. Now, another way you can adapt the task is to think about the rules. Can you change the rules that you've given the group? So if you're doing a throwing and catching unit and a simple activity where children are tasked with throwing and catching a ball, okay, if you're finding that too hard, can you let the ball bounce once and catch it? Similarly, if you find it too easy, can you throw and catch with one hand or encourage the use of the non-dominant hand or take it one step further and can two children have found it quite easy, can you partner up and you're going to throw and catch together? Now, another way you could change a task is by incorporating challenges into the, into the activity. So within a net and wall unit, I do this all the time, is challenge one, if we're working on racket skills, challenge one is to balance the ball on your racket. Challenge two is to balance the ball on the racket and walk around. And challenge three is to flip the ball in the air and catch it with one hand. Three examples for, that you could use. And that allows children to find the task and the activity that best suits their current ability and allows them to progress at their own pace. So stage three of the step principle is to think about the equipment we're using. Can we, the equipment we allow children to use make the task easier or harder? Now, there's a couple of different examples of this, but the easiest way to think about this is within a gymnastics context. If you're working on balances, then chances are you'll start on the floor, you'll start on the mats. But what you can do is, within the same lesson, is progress that into using benches, into using beams, and use the height of the equipment as the progression. So as you get higher, it gets harder. And allow children to, to, to choose their own, if required, so they can work at the level that best suits them. Another example of using equipment to differentiate would be within a key stage one unit, if you're doing throwing and catching, you might start by throwing and catching with a beanbag. Now, if a child's finding that really easy, then they can progress to a sponge ball, a tennis ball, or a larger sized ball. But if that child is finding actually, and this is a little bit hard for me right now, then maybe take it back a little bit and work using a bib or a balloon, which then you're still working on throwing and catching technique, but it's just allowing children to achieve that success before they progress throughout the lesson. Now, the final example we're gonna go through using equipment would be to allow children to take a bit more ownership of their lessons. So I do this quite a lot when I'm working with Key Stage 1, and I might be doing a, a target throwing lesson. I give children a, a, a collection of equipment, shuttlecocks, beanbags, tennis balls, bibs, and children can choose whatever equipment they, they like to complete the task at hand. Now, it might be that they choose a tennis ball. Actually, that's a little bit too hard for me right now. So I'm going to go and I'm going to choose a beanbag. But it allows children to take a bit of ownership of their own learning, but also experiment with different pieces of equipment. The final stage of the step principle is to think about the people, i.e. the children. How, what can we do and how can we group the children to increase or decrease the challenge? Now, if you're in a team games unit and you might be playing a 4v4, small-sided game, and one team is particularly dominant, 
Then instead of playing a 4v4, you might choose to play a 5v5. So taking one of the players from the, the dominant side and put them on the other side. Then the team with five has now got an extra player, should find it a little bit easier, whereas the team that has now got three has now got an increased level of challenge. So that is a whistle-stop tour of the step principle and how we can use it within our lessons. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope most of, importantly you've learned something new. This is going to be a weekly show, so please check back next week. However, in the meantime, do head over to our website. We've got a magazine which offers free advice, support and guidance that is written by a team of industry experts. And by creating a free account on Healthy Futures, you'll also access hundreds of activity cards and lesson plans ready for you to use in your lessons. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Have a great week and I'll speak to you next week.